Hi there, we're gonna listen to lights on and then I promise we'll go outside and play in the garden. Okay. Midas text live right now. Former top FBI agent exposes Trump week, legal chaos and MAGA threats. Lights on with Jessica Denson. And this has been going on for far too long under the I don't want to say leadership, but through the incitement of Donald Trump. I found this article from 20, May of 2020, which tied 54 cases um, of violence, threats, and alleged assaults to Donald Trump. In 12 of those cases, perpetrators hailed Trump in the midst or immediate aftermath of physically assaulting somebody. In another 18 cases, they cheered or defended Trump while taunting or threatening others. Ten cases, Trump and his rhetoric were cited in court, much like in many of the January 6th cases, to explain a defendant's violent or threatening behavior. And these are cases that range from groping a woman on an airplane to beating a Mexican-American homeless man with a metal pole. And this was May of 2020, right, before January 6th. I mean, this track record of inciting violence goes far back with Donald Trump, doesn't it? Yeah, it starts early, early on, and um, none of us should be surprised, although I understand that we're taken aback by how horrible this has gotten. You, if you want to talk about the number of cases, let's talk about over a thousand arrests of people participating in the security breach at, uh, on January 6th. I mean, this is unbelievable. I can't think of anybody in history that resulted in caused over a thousand arrests and inspired those, and then people, people literally dying. Uh, because of it, you can point to the El Paso Walmart shooter, a young man who uh, adopted the whole brown invaders language of Trump. Coming to the scene, by it. Very similar language in Trump and ended up shooting up the Walmart, killing many. Talked about the Buffalo supermarket shooter who bought into the great replacement lie on far right media. Um, yeah, it's uh, it's horrible. And then, you know, fast forward to Ashley Babbitt, of course, was, was murdered or killed uh, in, uh, by a police officer. She attempted to break through um, a door there. And now we have a man, um, FBI Cincinnati field office, who tried to breach security at that field office and ended up dying in a cornfield from a shot by police um, not giving up. Now we have Provo, Utah, and a man who, who posts on social media, particularly Truth Social and Facebook, were absolutely not only violent inducing and, and threatening, but vile, graphic, and indicative of really a sick mentality. Um, and he's a self-described uh, MAGA Trumpster. That's his own language, even going so far as to emulate Trump's uh, famous uh, blue suit, white shirt, red tie. I mean, uh, wearing a Trump hat uh, all the time. By FBI and then really be willing to die for that cause. FBI friend. agents are coming to visit him in the spring, giving him a chance to say, hey, 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 I, I, I'll stop. I didn't mean to right. back. That's what they're looking for here. He didn't do that. He told them we're done here, come back with a warrant. Um, and they did, uh, particularly since Biden was hours away from landing uh, in Utah. And again, they tried to negotiate, they gave him command. 
Yeah, that's it's it's very alarming and it's a product, in my opinion, Frank, of the entire right wing ecosystem. And I say this having been someone who used to abide in that ecosystem ecosystem very tragically. And while there is a separation between people like me who would never dream of actually engaging in violence and people like Craig Robertson, the Utah man who was just killed, the very um, tragic fact of the matter is that you have a sympathetic, a sympathetic mass of people like you described in that poll. There are more and more people who would justify violence. Even, and I think about this, even when I think about January 6th, this is what's so scary is there, there are many people who would never show up there with, you know, with hand ties and flagpoles to beat police officers, but who otherwise are sympathetic to the violent acts because they believe the rhetoric of the lies. They believe that the election was stolen from them. They believe that these Democrats out there are demonic, like Fox News is constantly telling them and want to burn down our country. Um, and so they've created almost a support system even among people who are not, do not have extremist tendencies themselves for the more extreme elements. Um, Frank, I don't even know where to go. You touched on so many threads with that. One of them that I want to circle back to is, is Trump's harm to his own supporters. You mentioned Ashley Babbitt. She was one of the first to go on one of these, what I would call suicide missions. Um, Craig Robertson this week was another, but there's so much collateral damage that I think Trump supporters out there need to understand this man is damaging you. He's not damaging your perceived enemies. He's harming you and your families. One thing that I picked up on on that, on that story about the FBI shootout this week in Utah, which was so tragic to me, um, is that Craig Robertson was a woodworker who became radicalized by, by this propaganda. And he was the sole caretaker for a disabled adult son who also lived in the home and is blind. I mean, this is a human crisis that we have. It's a national security crisis, and it's a human crisis. Yeah, I mean, you, you've made a great point here in, on this topic. Uh, generally, it's people setting aside their normal inclinations. You're a father. Your disabled son needs you. You shouldn't be doing anything that's going to get you arrested or killed. What are your priorities? And you see time after time people setting those aside and saying, no, I've got something bigger to belong to now. And, and that's a scary moment. It's not only tragic, 
but it's scary because once you take away some uh, natural human values, parenting, etc., and you replace them with an ideology that's false and demonizes other people, we can we can talk about that because that's a key component. By the way, this isn't this is no longer about political differences. This is not left versus right, Democrat versus Republican. This is terrorism, and you know, and it's cult-like, and it's terrorist-like, and it's, it involves radicalization processes. And so when that happens, that's a sign that we've lost control of a group. Um, is it all Republicans? Of course not. Of course not. As you said, you, you would never get to that place. But so many people now have nothing else going on. Um, they found their affirmation online, particularly during the, the quarantine of the COVID uh, pandemic, in people they've never met before, maybe halfway around the globe. Now that's their affirmation. This has become their identity. I wear the hat proudly. I go to the rallies. I spend all my money. Um, this is getting pocketed and going to square. Um, yeah, that you've supplanted values. And that's that's called the demonizing of the other, inciting people to violence against people you think are now subhuman, yeah. is something yeah. called stochastic terrorism. Absolutely. Yeah, the demonizing of the other is is it's so filthy and so pervasive and it's done it's done under the cover of I mean if you just take I, I was exposed to Fox News for so long, Frank. I mean I, I they have such a cover of, of happiness and community and joy and all of these things and faith. Oh my god almighty, have they hijacked the faith? platform. And while they are doing it, they are engendering so much deep-rooted hatred and anger towards people, Democrats, many times who are being completely slandered and and having just, you know, the, the ills of the Republican Party projected onto them. And there is so much angst built up from this constant propaganda that, yeah, people feel like they have to do something to confront it. I mean, Fox News, in my opinion, and the whole right-wing echo chamber, I mean, I was not exposed to the other outlets back when I was, you know, following this stuff as much as people are today, but they bear so much responsibility for this, for, for legitimizing and mainstreaming it. Yeah, this is a this is a platform now that we, we seem unable to... Uh go away, even though they've, been, they've paid a severe financial price um, for their lies, knowing intentional lies, more suits coming. You know, it's not just the $700 million uh, payable to Dominion, but there's more coming. Um, and we'll see. You know, I'm a big believer in civil in the civil courts to try to remedy some of these things where there are gaps in other areas of the law. But you mentioned the faith, and, and you know, one of the, there's so many disturbing areas of this, but one of them is not only the hijacking of Christianity, but its replacement with something else. Its replacement with the MAGA movement and churches being split in half and, and you know, congregants not speaking to each other and pastors literally in tears over which way to go on, you know, whether, what, what pastors had to go through during COVID decision-making, am I closing the doors and going for a moat online or not? Am I going to have a, an insurrection in the church? You know, it, it's, it's horrible. And, and you see the cross being used, you know, whether it's Mike Lindell, the pillow guy, just, just flaunting that, or Mike Flynn 
Mike Flynn, yeah. you know, uh, and people, there's reporting today about people pushing back on the teachings in the Gospels because, quote, they're too weak. Jesus was too weak. Um, this concept he had of turning the other cheek, that, quote, that doesn't work today. Oh, my God. So, you no, no. They, you, I'm so glad you brought that up because they've completely supplanted real Christianity with basically political idolatry and cult identity, which, uh, you know, I mean, I won't go to, I mean, I could do a whole episode. I have done entire episodes, Frank, on correcting so much of the um, the blasphemous acts of, of these so-called Christian MAGA Republicans. But um yeah, it's it's a to total misappropriation of Christianity, and, and it, it again it's caused division where there's there's no need for it. Caused you know just it, these falling apart of faith communities. So many people respond to me on lights on and tell me stories of how they have been pushed out of their church or felt like they had to leave because they don't recognize it anymore because of what anymore uh, because yeah, they feel that they've been by, by the church. It's, it's really horrible. It is really, it's really tragic. Yeah, I um, I want to uh, just talk a little bit more about that, um, that, that survey, or that uh, poll that you mentioned, and this other um, article that came up recently in the Daily Beast that I heard you cite before, where companies are demanding civil war and mass murder in the light of you know the increasing legal peril that Donald Trump is facing. Um, I think this is on the forum the Donald, which if you can talk to us a little bit more about this was was kind of at the center of a lot of planning and, and kind of quote unquote aspirational behavior leading up to January sixth. Um, have you you you've seen this right? I have. Um, there's scary stuff happening on this uh, site called The Donald, and it's uh, why should we care? Why should we pay attention? Because uh, the, because you know January 6th, a uh, lot of the planning, uh, discussion, and radicalization occurred on The Donald. In fact, they were uh, they were kind of a subgroup of Reddit, and Reddit booted them uh, for for violence concerns. But now they're back up and running um, on uh, a Reddit like. Platform. And what we're seeing there lately is uh, talk about hanging Mike Pence. This is recent stuff now. Um, yeah, so we should pay attention when the folks on Reddit who've done it before are doing it again. And it raises, you know, we're back to this issue of the security. You're on the Donald, rather, right? On the Donald. What did I say? Yeah. On, on Reddit. They're, they're off Reddit, right? Reddit, thank you. Yeah, we don't want Reddit. Okay, I do it all the time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the and so why should that matter? Well, uh, when we're talking about security concerns for the upcoming trials and witnesses and jurors, yeah. uh, Pence is a likely star witness against yeah. Trump. And here we have people known toward violence uh, talking about hanging him. I think this circles back to will uh, will that rhetoric from the top down be be checked by the judicial system? And uh, you know, like I said, I think this is really a test. It's a test of so many things. Test of our courts. It's a test of law enforcement. It's a test of what we as a people are willing to tolerate, and even down to, down to our homes and our churches, how we're handling this and working even on an indiv individual basis to combat 
these forces. Frank, let's take a quick break for our sponsor and we're gonna circle back and talk, oh my God, so much more about the threats we're facing, what we can do. This summer, you could spend thousands of dollars on planes, hotels, and tourist traps, or you can spend less money on a beautiful garden that will give you years of pleasure with FastGrowingTrees.com. FastGrowingTrees.com has thousands of easy to grow plant, shrub, and tree varieties expertly curated. I, I feel like, you know, we've been dealing with this for so many years now that sometimes we lose sight of just how um, devastating lane with me on this uh what we're what we're dealing with in court right now what we're about to trump uh facing criminal liability for january 6 i i i feel like you know we've been dealing with this for so many years now that sometimes we lose sight of just how um devastating and tragic and terrorizing it was and I don't want to get lost in the academia. I don't want to get lost in the intellectualism. And so I wanted to just kind of remind some people about some of the tra tragedy that unfolded just on January 6th. This, of course, is an assault on our entire democratic system. But let's just talk about the lives that were affected on that day, including Trump's own supporters. And this is a big theme of mine because I, I want people to understand, you know, if I'm if I'm going to help anybody come out of this mental miasma of thinking Donald Trump is good for them, let me remind you it's a death cult. He will le literally lead you to your death. Um, let's talk about the officers first. Not only that were attacked and so many injured, um, Brian Sicknick, of course, died in the fallout of January 6th. There were four officers that died by suicide after January 6th. Metropolitan Police Officer Gunther Hachita, Kyle DeFreytag, and Jeffrey Smith, and U.S. Capitol Police Officer Howard Liebengood. Um, this is the result of a president who liked us to believe that he was backing the blue and supporting law enforcement. Um, there were five deaths on January 6th, including Brian Sicknick. The other four were Ashley Babbitt, as you mentioned, Frank, Kevin Greeson, who was a Trump supporter who died there from a heart attack, Roseanne Boylan, who was literally crushed to death in the mob, and Benjamin Phillips, who died Sergeant from a stroke. Um, there's so much more collateral damage. I, I remember from the January uh, 6th. Hearings, the testimony of Stephen Ayers, his co-defendant, uh, Matthew Perna, who had pled guilty to his charges for January 6th, committed suicide. Another January 6th attempt, uh, defendant named Shane Woods uh, attempted, attempted his own suicide and instead killed a woman in a car crash. I mean, there is so much collateral damage, Frank. Is there not from a person like Donald Trump who engages in this kind of terrorism inspiring activity so much collateral damage in so many in so many ways and affecting so many people including his own supporters yeah well well laid out um what has always lingered for me and always will were at least one of the components you just mentioned which is the death by suicide of those police officers 
um, that's a tragedy on any given day. But to be the tragedy that comes from a president of the United States, um, to be the tragedy and the death by suicide that comes from literally def defending the iconic symbol of our democracy and defending it really to the death um, is something that will always stay with me. And, you know, there's at least one, I haven't caught up with the latest, but there's at least one case of those officers where that department declared uh, his death to be a line of duty death, which is, is so yes. incredibly meaningful uh, for the family, if nothing else, for financial reasons as well. But Absolutely. The, the trauma that comes to all of the people that you just yeah. uh, listed is something that has this ripple effect throughout their family for generations, their kids, their yep. siblings, their grandkids, forever more. It, it's the horrible gift that keeps on giving, uh, sadly. And... Mm -hmm. <laughs>